Have you been a victim of a scalper and now you wander lost in the wild in fear that the toys you're hunting for will forever be out of your reach? Well, my fellow toy junkies, fear not. I have the answer. Well, actually, I don't, but these toy store owners do. Find them with me, Bevan, at a toy store near you, the podcast. What up, everyone? This is Bevan, and welcome to a toy store near you, the podcast, a companion podcast to the Amazon Prime show, A Toy Store Near You. Today, I'm talking with Mike from Toys from the Past. They have not one, not two, but now three stores in Nebraska. And they actually get kids to work them too. I mean, not like child labor law kids. I'm talking about like, you know, teenagers and early 20s. And that's pretty cool for a vintage toy shop. So let's go chat about it, shall we? There he is. Hey, how we doing? Wow. Yep, me and Jared. <laughs> wow. Oh, look, there's an AT-AT. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at you guys. What up? Well, we're at the store here, and we just, I don't know, we just went through a collection all the way up to just three minutes before we're going to be on here. So. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to scramble, find two chairs, and get seated. So here we go. Welcome to our TED Talk. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a busy day. So. We have a camera, but he's still blabbing. There's somebody over there. So how dare they? We are recording a podcast, sir. I know these customers. They just we do like, oh, do we lock the door? But then no, then they won't. You know, and they get bummed out. So yeah, they're like, but we need Star Wars toys. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So this is the first location, correct? Yeah, this is the yep. original. That is fantastic. Do you guys have any big, huge Star Wars uh, walking droids or machinery or ships in any of the other locations yet? Is that on the docket? Where's the snow speeder? Uh, yeah, we have the snow speeder that goes to this over at uh, our new location. And then uh, we are in the process of starting to build a, uh, oh, it's about a 15, 20 foot long G.I. Joe diorama. Wow, that's pretty yeah. cool going to be about 10 feet tall so big mountain and yeah should be interesting excellent excellent now help me out with the timeline here because um with your episode around what time or year or month were you guys recording your episode it was split yeah we uh started okay. we started in was it march of 2020 wow. and right right it off. yeah right right when you guys said hey you guys want to start filming some stuff uh-huh. We did, and then uh, we had to do more filming. Um, we filmed in uh, September and October of 2021. 2021. So it was a pretty big span. Wow. Wow, that's, yeah. No, I mean, that seems that seems accurate compared to all the other toy stores in the later seasons where they film and then they were asked to film again. Yep, they, they wanted more footage. <laughs> You know, and we opened another store in that amount of time. And so we still only had one store when we first filmed. And then by the time we were asked to do more, we had the second store and the third store already done. Right. And so so that was a lot. Cool. Busy 18 months. Yep. And when you guys were filming your episode, did you have somebody shoot? Did you hire a camera crew? Did somebody on your team know how to shoot? Or here. Were... you're looking, looking at, at the, the camera staff. crew right here. Yes. Uh, I, yeah. I, I filmed I filmed the interviews with the, the individuals. Mike filmed a lot of the B-roll all the way through. Um, we bought a really, really nice GoPro and used it and used it and used it. 
piled hours of footage on it. So it was a lot of fun. This is my, my directorial debut, as a matter of fact. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations. I'm still waiting on my IMDb credit, but yeah. I, I, Ooh, I, shots fired to Nacelle. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, that's fantastic, though. I'm glad you guys uh, got to you because, you know, some of the episodes, uh, there was a lot of iPhone footage at the very beginning because, you know, people had to, you know, figure it out because the pandemic, you know, that thing that happened in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. We, we went out and got a, we did have a, we used to have a cameraman that lived around here that would work with us a lot. And he shot uh -huh. some also but we went out and got it we put it put a little money into it a pretty nice camera to do this so yeah excellent excellent that's exciting now how did you guys come to get involved with nacelle did somebody know somebody did one of you know billy galaxy rich i think rich just uh i think he just called one day out of the blue and asked if we were interested in being part of it well do you do you remember to the uh, the toys that made us when that yep. started running that's they right. contacted us about doing a viewing party for this uh, the series because we have such a large following of toy fans in this area. So we did a viewing party for the toys that made us, and that's how we originally got involved with them. Oh, nice, nice. Which one was your favorite episode? Oh boy, well I'm a He-Man fan, so I'm a Star Wars fan. So it's pretty, <laughs> and I like wrestling figures. So I don't know, but He-Man most likely. I yeah. I was big into that. So yeah. yeah. I like the Star Wars episode too, because I, I actually didn't know going into it that the toys had made what three or four times the amount that the movies had made. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. George Lucas was a pretty smart guy on that one. Yeah, taking yeah. the toy profits. Yep. Yeah, no, that's really awesome. Now, but I have to ask, because I just had a conversation with a fellow buddy of mine. We were comparing the sequel trilogy to the prequel trilogy. And we were a little stumped when it came to how the toy sales did compared to like, well, it's kind of a little unfair because, you know, the nineties, there wasn't really smartphones or anything like that. But like, in terms of, from your point of view, how did the toy sales fare with the prequels and the sequels? Um, I, I want to say the prequels, I had a toy store back when the prequels came out and um, it was a different toy store than this one. But uh, I mean, it was probably a hundred times better back when the prequels came out compared to the just recently. Um, you know, there was people standing in line at midnight, you know, waiting sure. waiting for the release of the episode one figures, uh, and that just didn't happen this time. So, Makes sense. That could have been, you know, part of Hasbro not setting it up the way they did back then, but. Uh, it, yeah, it just didn't feel the same. That's a solid answer. I mean, and also too, we were also conversing with like, we're there's just a different generation of kids now where a lot of them are on tablets and smartphones and stuff. So sure. obviously maybe the toys are not doing what they could be doing for the kids like they did back in the 90s. Right. Yeah, it, a lot of kids nowadays, they just want computers and uh, video games. So when we... When we see a kid come into the store, we definitely try to get them into toys. <laughs> yeah. But you know what's but you know what's interesting? I really enjoyed your episode because I saw that there was a lot of younger kids that were in your stores helping out and volunteering or working on your staff. And that was really cool to yeah. see. Well, they're my kids. They don't have a choice. So <laughs> but no, they they do they do like it a lot. They they like it a lot. They were pretty hesitant if they wanted to be on TV or anything or about it, but uh 
they they had a blast with it and they're around the stuff a lot so they get kind of i don't know they probably get kind of jaded too with toys because they see they see so many all the time but uh yeah we have kids that volunteer um even my nephew he'll start volunteering this summer and and they're big into it but their dad is into it i'm into it mike's into it you know and so it's 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 a pretty fun deal having everybody around and so we had a, we had a lot of fun doing it uh the bonding i also i think this was the first episode i watched where hot wheels was featured in an yeah. episode that was pretty That's cool surprising because it's one of the oldest long-lasting toy lines that uh uh that that's around and and you know i i I noticed that in a lot of the other episodes you just don't see very many at all so even even in looking around other people's stores you just don't see very many hanging no i mean i see i've seen plenty of gi joes i've seen plenty of like random toys from the 80s i've seen plenty of he-man i've seen plenty of star wars like the original og guys and that's another reason why i was asking you guys like do you even carry prequel or sequel toys in your store we do we carry absolutely i mean you could <laughs> there's I mean, there's shelves of it right there oh look <laughs> at that yeah, yeah it's uh it's definitely uh, it's it's still part of uh, a big part of our sales is the newer Star Wars stuff, and uh, actually the newer Star Wars has started out selling the vintage. So it, it's and I think that's just because of the younger kids. You know, it it, it takes a forty to sixty year old to Bye, really want the vintage, and uh, you know it can be anywhere from. Five, five yeah. to fifteen or twenty, you know, and they, a, lot they of our, a lot of the Black Series collectors are twenty to twenty-five years old, right. thirty years old. Yeah. So. Now the Black Series, that's that's limited in terms of like who they do figurines for. Do they have do they have like some sort of standard of like who they will like uh, a Cantina monster like versus like you know the Mandalorian or Baby Grogu? Yeah, they're they're trying to stay on top. I mean, they they've been they've been releasing like the Mandalorian stuff is pretty good right now. Uh, and they've been trying to do pretty good releasing it, but like we just, the, the job came out six years ago at uh, San Diego comic-con and we literally just got the, uh, Bib Fortuna figure was just released and we just got him yesterday. So six years later you can actually complete your place at you know your job of place set with oh, him so. eight years 2014 to 2022. Was, it, was it eight years yeah eight okay. years so yeah it took a while to complete you yeah. gotta you gotta what keep is, people yeah. Engaged. yeah what is time i i yeah. still think 2019 was only a year ago oh i know we missed something <laughs> along the way we yeah. missed we missed something uh absolutely um you know what's also interesting too you guys also have a staff member that specializes in pokemon pokemon cards and stuff like that so you have cards in your toy store as well yeah pokemon joe shout out to pokemon (laughs) joe yeah shout out to pokemon joe yeah he's uh yeah not sure where he's at today but yeah he uh he he's kind of our our pokemon expert and uh, anytime somebody brings them into one of the stores, we just tell them to make an appointment with Joe and they take it over to the store that he's working at. And that, that works out for us. And a lot of young kids are still into Pokemon. I, me, myself, I'm old. I don't get it, but, uh, it sells. It does. <laughs> it's it does. a collectible thing. You got to catch them all. You got to collect them all, you know, kind of thing. Exactly. 
you can battle with i don't know i like i was a little too old for pokemon my little brother loved pokemon i was i was like i think my i think i was only into maybe dragon ball z sailor moon for like a hot second and then mm-hmm. i and then that's the extent of my anime yeah i was definitely too old for all that kind of stuff so i my my toys kind of ended in uh, about 86 87 so Jeez. I know anything Man. after that, you know, I, I've learned a little bit, but uh, I, I know turtles, Dragon Ball Z. I, I admit, I don't know hardly anything about, but we got a guy. that's why we, we got a guy for Dragon Ball Z. We got a guy for turtles and that definitely helps. What about a guy for Power Rangers? Uh, yeah, kind yeah. of the same Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Same guy. His, his brother helps us out too on, on <laughs> Power Rangers. He's here today. <laughs> Yeah, you say that. He's over there playing with Dragon Ball Z right now. So. Yo, what up? It's <laughs> gone. <laughs> you know, just chilling with the guys over here talking toys and Power Rangers. You know, it's funny though. I'm from the OG Power Rangers and they still they just never stop. So they keep having different kinds of Power Rangers. And I think I tapped out around Power Rangers Zio or I think I think I also vaguely watched Dino Thunder, but like there's a there's just so many lines of Power Rangers that it's it's very confusing. Yeah, very. I agree. <laughs> yeah, Mike and I don't, we don't, I don't know. I don't know Power Rangers very well. No. I'll be honest. It's, so, it's totally fine. But you guys know Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so you're fine with that. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. My brother collected turtles. I was a little bit older than him, so I was He-Man and G.I. Joe and stuff like that. Nintendo, my brother was turtles. Yes, so. Nintendo. Now, do you guys sell any vintage uh, cartridges, games, anything like that? Yeah, we, we do, yeah. Oh, yeah. really? I didn't see it in the video, so I was curious. Yeah, um, our, we have it at our 70th and Van Dorn location. We feature a whole back section of vintage systems. We usually only go, we try to stay as much cartridge as possible because a lot of the disc era, um, there's so much of it and it's so, the value is just not there as much as the cartridge era, but yeah. every system you could imagine. And I mean, we sold a virtual boy. <laughs> yep. you know, so. And bought, bought an Atari yesterday bought, with bought an Atari 25 yesterday. original games in their boxes. Right. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, now my brother's a gamer, so he was one of the people that had like the Sega Genesis, the Super Nintendo, the, oh God, Dreamcast, uh, Sega Dream or something. And Sega then, Dream. Yep, there we go. See? Great system, but people started pirating all their games and they didn't yeah. have any security on them and you could get them all for free and they had to close out but i love the dreamcast yep there we go aging ourselves here um yeah it's funny because when you guys talk about vintage i always ask every toy store i was like what do you consider vintage because the 90s are like what 30 years ago at this point yeah i think so i i I still say anything 80s and older is vintage anything 90s is just we still say new for some reason at the 90s to me it's collectible new so i don't know yeah yeah. oh that's interesting lower yeah so that's where we go vintage all right oh interesting yeah no that's that's very fascinating because i always ask that because the 90s and the early 2000s is like it's it's a little muddy of an area because the early 2000s now are also considered 20 years ago oh yeah yeah and those kids you know (laughs) that were playing with those toys back then are almost 30 you know and they're buying that stuff back up and so yeah yeah, definitely going to be collectible 20 years old you don't even think of it like that, but it is. Right. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Um, I also saw that you guys had a staff member on the younger side that's like your Lego guy too. 
No. Lego Max. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh he's been a little bit on hiatus right. because he runs track. Lego but, Max uh, is like the second best distance runner in the state of Nebraska in class A, which is the biggest the biggest class there is. And so he has state track coming up yep. next week. He just got second in the district final and he's gonna be running in Omaha next week in the mile and the two miles. So wow. Busy right now and he's only a sophomore. So for him to be in the highest, you know, the highest, you know, the biggest school in the state, you know, at that level of a sophomore, he's very, very good. Wow. That's very great. busy. Yeah, he's, he's worked his way up from uh, being a volunteer to this summer. He's actually going to be an actual employee. Yep. So, yeah, he's old enough. Yeah, he's old enough now and he's a, he's a speed Lego builder and he's pretty amazing at it. Yeah. So. That is great. I love, but again, I really enjoyed seeing, seeing younger kids in your episode that are like wanting to be there to like work the Pokemon cards, work the Legos, help with figurines. That's really cool. That's encouraging that they're not always on their phones. Right. right. Well, Pokemon Joe isn't young. He just really looks young. He looks young. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, how old is he? Oh, what is 25 now, I think. So, yeah, yeah. I, think it's I guess. Okay. So. That's young for us. Yeah. 25 young. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But you had, you know, you had your kids that were doing the Hot Wheels, 30,000. Oh, God. That's that's a huge number of Hot Wheels. Well, and then trying to, after selling about 30,000, trying to find 15,000 more is always <laughs> tough. Keep balls full because, man, we don't we don't buy Hot Wheels from, like, a distributor or anything. We just have to count on the public somehow coming through. We so, do get some new ones. Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. But once in a while, somebody calls and they have 10,000 hot wheels to sell you. Right now, we have a hot shortage, I think. A supply, Nationwide, yes. Supply chain shortage on hot wheels. So. Oh, you mean the yeah. supply chain is trickling down to toys? What? Yeah. Oh. Big time. I know. Except for uh, DC stuff. Except for DC stuff. Yeah. They apparently send it every single I, day. I think, I think their, uh, their containers came in off the boats because <laughs> uh, we've been getting hit every day with brand new stuff for DC. So. Which for DC, it's great. Yeah, it is. They got it all. That that's really cool. I mean, I was going to ask, how's Marvel versus DC do doing in your stores? Uh, Marvel still outsells DC, probably two to one. Easy. Yeah. 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 It's probably all of those shows, right? Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, I I I can say that uh, I think Disney did a, a great service to Star Wars and Marvel. But then again, you know, are they putting out too much? It, 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 you know, you got to ask that question. So uh, to me, no, because, you know, I enjoy watching it. But when it comes to collectors and all the stuff they're putting out, I mean, eventually they're they're just going to have so much stuff out there that I, I have seen it already that people have decided to stop collecting with the price raises and, uh you know, with just so much stuff coming out, they've either either stopped altogether or they've just narrowed it down to just a couple figures. You know, and and that uh, their exact fandom, whatever yeah. their exact yeah. fandom is, they've exactly. narrowed down to that. Mm -hmm. That's pretty. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty smart. I mean, but I'm I'm curious to see because um, I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan, and with the new series coming out, I'm curious to see how the sales are going to do for even the vintage toy line of Lord of the Rings, if you want to call them vintage, since that was early 2000, uh, versus any new product that might be coming out for Lord of the Rings. Well, it's not going to hurt it. I can tell you that because Lord of the Rings at one time was it was dead as far as the figure sales were. I mean, they right. were down to you know, under $10 a figure a lot of the time. And 
we've gotten a really nice couple of collections of Lord of the Rings lately, like big, you know, 50 to 60 figures in there. And wow. A lot of them we had seen in a long, long, long time. And so, and it's nice because just like you said, when the, then the series hits, somebody comes in, they buy, you know, people come in and they buy everything you have. And it may have sat there for two years, but then the series starts. For instance, the Matrix, they brought out a new Matrix movie. We had Matrix figures forever. Yeah. Matrix movie comes out, figures are all gone. Yeah. So. I- are you guys prepping for Obi-Wan Kenobi sales? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We got a fair amount, I think. <laughs> yeah, we do. And everyone, everyone's looking forward to that. Yeah. Just Star Wars in general, is, it, it, I think it's going to help a lot of the sales of the uh, uh, first movie toys. I, I think people are yeah. just going to be... It, it's going to take people back to Tatooine and... I guess. Um, you know, I, I think it's just going to launch a little bit yep. of a, a vintage resurgence. Vintage resurgence. It's, that's what we're hoping, at least. Yep. Do you guys have any of the newer stuff, Obi Wan stuff? Has that come out? Have they announced that yet? Uh, it it's been announced. Uh, we've ordered it, but you just never know when it's going to show up. We'll probably get it two months <laughs> after the. <laughs> we'll, we'll get it two months after the show's over. Yeah, that's <laughs> how it works. Sometimes. <laughs> You're like, we'll have it, but two yeah. months after the show's over, when you don't yeah, really right. want it anymore. Yeah, that that seems to be one of the one of the problems with the new stuff is the show comes out, and you know by the time the new toys come out, people are kind of over it, yeah. and and that doesn't help toy stores in general, but it doesn't help the the toy industry in general. I, I think if they could plan it a little bit better, and and again that. I guess probably comes down to the supply chain because three years ago, you know, we, we'd have our new stuff come in and we'd have a street date that we had to wait for to be able to put the stuff out. And, you know, nowadays the box has a street date on it from six months ago when we get it. So it's kind of a, uh, I think that's just gotta be the supply chain thing. And hopefully that kind of works itself out here pretty soon. So. Would it also be because they're also trying to keep something secretive too? Because I remember that that was the whole problem with uh, Baby Grogu is that nobody knew that that character was going to be a thing. And then he came right. out and everyone wanted it and there was nothing made. Right. Right. And that was um, probably smart. <clears throat> yeah. It, it, they are really secretive. In fact, I think we got a, a new case of figures yesterday. And uh, I don't remember. The, every, every action figure has a code name. So it doesn't say the action figure's name on the box. It just gives us a code name. So you don't even know who it was. That way the shippers and the people that you know are handling it on another level can't leak to what's coming out. Right. That's pretty cool. That's I mean, that's that's smart, honestly, because somebody would be like, they because everyone has a camera now. They'd be like, guys, look what's in this little look what's coming. Yep. Somebody would be that jerk. Somebody would be that jerk. We all There's know a- it out there wanting to be the first person to give away the secret yeah well apparently somebody leaked the the ending of it hypothetically which i've not clicked any of those articles i was like nope nope i don't want to hear it i haven't heard that so we have spoiler (laughs) rules too and so boy you'd be in trouble around here if you leaked the ending to the group you'd be man that'd be a bad look i'm I'm still (laughs) i'm still in the second episode of moon Knight, so we can't even talk about Moon Knight around here. <laughs> Everybody's getting mad at me because it's taking me too long to watch it. But yeah, it's only six episodes, I think, my dude. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so far, it is epic, though. I will, I will give it that. It is great. I'm still doing it eight hours a week, work weeks. Uh, so busy, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
no, I get it. <laughs> you're forgiven. You're running three stores. That's, yeah. Are you guys going to expand to a fourth store? Is that what's uh, on the horizons for you? We're, we're actually working on uh, opening a bar right now. So. What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know. <laughs> a toy bar? Uh, no, kind of. Yeah. Uh, I guess we can say the name of it. Yeah, yeah. it's called Gotham. It's called Gotham. Yes, I love Batman. <laughs> uh, it, it's kind of a New York uh, theme with a little bit of Batman mixed in. Yep. And it's in the heart of our Haymarket in Lincoln, Nebraska, which is the real, yeah. it's it's the neighborhood, every, or the, it's, sorry, it's the downtown area everybody wants to be in. So there's a lot of bars down there because we're a college town, we're right by the university, but it's a pretty awesome space. It's down, it's down below a building. And so you go down a flight of stairs and it had that cave dark appeal to uh, what, what, that's where we got the name Gotham, basically. And so we've been down there painting and chiseling away and doing floors and getting it all ready to go. So, wow. And of, course, gonna... of course, we're going to have action figures. Huh? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, of course. Are you going to do theme drinks too? Like, you know, yep. yep. We, will, we will have some. Yeah. Yep. Theme drinks theme drinks one yeah. is uh what is um oh god what is bane's serum called i'm blanking see you're giving me ideas right now see <laughs> keep talking yeah no no bane serum i forget what it's called uh because i'm blanking and i'm a terrible back geek right now because we were on star wars um yeah, yeah. called jesse what? oh What's venom bane? is it venom, venom. venom yeah. ah, i got it venom <laughs> <laughs> we do venom shots i mean does that sound good i, think I mean probably could yeah, yeah you venom. do venom shots like bright green shots they're probably going to be disgusting but you know it'll look cool it'd we'll be like a jolly rancher vodka yeah i don't know, like I don't know. Yeah, it'd be it'd be bright green though and it literally would be venom because it'd probably make you sick afterwards. right yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. uh, anything is going to make you sick. So, well, sure, sure. But yeah. shots are the most dangerous ones to take, especially when you get older. I don't know how I did any of them when even I was in my 20s, early 20s. I was like, whoa, shots. Nope. Yep, that's for sure. Yeah. Somebody asked so me for shots now. I'm like, nope. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? No, I said, that's, yeah, that's what we have going forward right now. Mike has the two ice cream shops also called uh, Scoops. They're starting to ramp up. Because it's wow. summer. Those are all vintage themed as well. So the decor in there is all 80s and 80s movie posters and Pac-Man stuff and, you know, just video games and you name it. And so he's got that going too. So that helps with that 90 hour work week. <laughs> so. Wow. That's well, then no wonder he hasn't watched Moon Knight yet. Yeah, that's that's one of the things. <laughs> too, too much to watch and uh, not enough time. <laughs> so what are you guys selling mostly of right now? What's the hot ticket? Ooh, that's a really good question. Well, oh, Jesse, what's the hot ticket right now? It's always Star Wars. Star Wars. It's always Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> Lego. Lego is really good. Lego's yeah. hot right now. Yeah. What about board games? I hear you guys have to keep replacing and reorganizing your board game collection all the time. Yeah, board board games are. They're cool right now, I think you'd say. They're cooled off a little bit. Yeah, uh, they're, they're not as popular as they were a year ago. But, I, you know, they they really, when we were going through the whole COVID pandemic, yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody wanted board games. And now they're bringing them in and selling them back. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> how it's going. Coming back in. Do you guys ever turn away an IP? Yeah. 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 Wait, yeah. can I guess which one it is? Sure. 
Is it Beanie Babies? Um, okay, that's funny that you say that. Okay, we do not turn those away anymore because we built a, at our newest location, we have a 10 foot tall gumball machine yep. and we packed it with Beanie Babies all the way around. So it's just filled with Beanie Babies because we had so many of them and we're thinking, you know, this is a good way. Maybe they'll sell, maybe they'll sell. And they have been selling. And yep. Beanie Babies have been selling again. How many Beanie Babies did you sell today? 12. 12 Beanie well, Babies today Beanie. sold in the store. Wow. And so for a while we were like, oh, geez. Because we get that call. How many times a week do you get the Beanie um, Babies call? I, I had to let somebody down. They called me from Chicago yesterday. And uh, oh. they, they had all the original Beanie Babies. Oh. And they thought that they were rich. Yeah. And I... I let them down easy and, and I told them what to look for on the ones that actually do have value, like the first nine, you know, that, that uh, very first came out before anybody even knew about them. We have one of those. We have one of those, yes. Legs. Um, but uh, I, I had to let him down gently and uh, I think I ruined his day a little bit, but yeah. I did explain to him, we do buy them. We just don't pay very much for them. And, you know, a lot of the stuff that you see online, about the tag errors and all that kind of stuff is uh, to me, it's bogus. I, yeah. you know, I just, I, I, I bit into it once and I tried to list a couple of those with the tag errors and, you know, I got, I got zero, zero people looking at them. And so it, it just, to me, I just tell people for the most part, you know, we offer them a, a set price and it's not very much, you know, it's pennies, but uh, a lot of people do sell them. So they, they get tired of looking at them and they're ready to the get rid of them. buying them again. Yeah. A lot of the stuff that we turn away is just a lot of the newer, you know, people, the, the action figures that are actually sold to kids. Uh, what are those called? The Imagine X, Fisher Price. Yeah, Fisher Price, Imagine X, that kind of stuff. I mean, if, if it's a, a Star Wars themed one or a Batman themed one, we, we sometimes right. buy those, but. You get people bringing in baby toys and stuff like that. We just, you know, we have to draw the line somewhere. Right. Yeah. Do you guys take uh, Funko Pops? Yeah, we, we do. Got, we do. Yeah. We got, oh, we got walls of yeah, Funko. I don't even see it over there. Yeah, there's there's walls of them. Every location has walls of Funko Pops. I've, I've noticed those have slowed down a little bit lately, but you know, not too bad. But they have slowed down a little bit. Yeah. No, I just always ask because when you label something as a vintage toy store, some people are like, nope, I'm not having any of those things called <laughs> Funko Pops. Yeah, there. I know there are a lot of uh, toy collectors that don't really consider them toys. And, you know, cards aren't toys either, but you, you got to put uh, you got to put what people want in your stores. And, and we're big enough that, you know, we can have a wall of Funko Pops yeah. and it doesn't take away from all of our vintage that we do have. So. The stores all average about 4,800 square feet. So they're quite large. And so you can have a lot of, you have a lot of space to fill, yeah. basically. Yeah. You, you can have an 18 foot tall yeah. walker in your store. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. I love that. That's, uh, what was his name? Is it Chip that made it? Yeah. Yep. Shout out Chip Thompson Designs, Omaha, Nebraska. Ah, that's awesome. No, I'm excited to see what else you guys build next. Are you guys going to put another figurine? Like, for instance, Gotham, are you going to make like a bat signal in there? Like a little spotlight? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we, got, we got some bat signal lights that uh, is going to impress people. So it, it, it'll be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to it. We got, a, we got a lot of ideas, people. So that's good. And we know some good painters. So. Wow. 
That's exciting. That's exciting. So I'll have to ask you guys, do you guys have a conquest toy yourself that you want to personally get for your own collection that you don't have yet? I was pretty happy getting that back to the future Johnny Lightning toy not too long ago, but <laughs> it's it's always something, you know, there's always something more that I guess you'd want if you look into it, you know. Yeah. I'd like to get the hot toys DeLorean from Back to the Future. Okay. And I have never seen one come in the doors at any yeah. of our stores. So that would be me, I guess. Yeah, I I had my my Did quest my, yeah. toy a few years ago, and I actually sold it to yeah. a collector that really wanted it. And uh, that was the uh, Mego uh, Greatest American Hero Volkswagen Bug. And it and it <laughs> I know people laugh at me when I say that's my Grail, but they're so hard to find. And uh, I loved that show when I was a kid. So, yeah, no, I yeah I loved Back to the Future. That was my that was my whole fandom when I was young was time travel, Marty McFly. Yep. So the fact that they started telling, selling toys was just a bonus. Yeah, that's, you know, hey, no judgment here. Whatever you want, I hope you both get it eventually down Thanks. the line. <laughs> Thanks. Can you also add, one of, one of your uh, colleagues also said that they do a toy league. I don't think I've heard that before. What is a toy league? Oh, that's where... Well, our toy league was just a, a group of collectors. And this was pre-COVID when we used to get together all the time. I was a group of, Nebraska Toy League was just a group of collectors that came to basically do a big show and tell, you know, every week, you know, on, it was, we had it on Wednesday, Tuesday nights, Tuesday nights. And so it was just fandom. It was groups of you know fans from Lincoln and Omaha and they'd come together and we'd do food and we'd basically discuss toys and what's coming out and, as a big show and tell everybody got to bring something they want to talk about that week. And so we just called it Nebraska toy league. I don't know. I don't we, know where we came up. With the we've name. talked about starting it back up again. Uh, I've had a couple yeah. of the guys reach out and say, Hey, are we going to start back up? And I, I think we're getting close to starting back sure. up. Yeah. I think, well, we were feeding them free food. So I think that yeah, it was free pizza. Yeah. So, so they want yeah. that. <laughs> they, want, they want the free food. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Toy League was just a bonus, but the food was where it was at. <laughs> hey, I would never turn down free food. That's awesome. Um, I also want to ask, like, you know, with COVID happening and stuff, did your digital storefront change at all, or did you always have a strong digital storefront? Well, it's funny you say that. We just launched our actual uh, e-commerce website. Um, what? They got revamped. Yeah, we revamped About it. About a month ago, yeah. We revamped it a month ago. But no, yeah, we had to go to digital, so we sold on Facebook, Facebook Live, um, on we did auction toy auctions on fans or on Facebook sites. We did uh, we eBayed more. I mean, we did everything you possibly do. The doors were locked. Right. Yeah. The, so the guys that were normally running the counter were yeah. sitting and listing on eBay or listing on Facebook. Facebook. So. Yep. So we did a lot of that. Mm -hmm. Getting tired, but yeah. all right. <laughs> I'm gonna hold it for a second, Mike arms burning up <laughs> oh no don't do that well it's okay we're gonna wrap up soon anyway but i wanted to also kind of ask like uh where do people where are you guys the most active on social media like what platform and how can people find you well since we're old it's mostly facebook mostly facebook still um toys from the past what, what is the actual page though? i mean toys from the past lincoln toys the, from the past stores toys from the past stores yeah. on facebook yeah. um we have instagram we have uh, a website you know you want to give them out the website you can toys from the past lincoln.com toys from the past lincoln.com that's our full service website so with that but yeah 
people contact us on Facebook all the time. We post everything that comes into the stores that's new. We post it on Facebook that particular day, tell them which locations it'll be available out at, and they, you know, go out and get it. So we use Facebook quite a bit, I would say. Nice. That's cool. Well, yeah. you know, you just get those youngins to just start a TikTok for you, and then it'll be all, you'll be all well, set. Have one the yeah he ends up TikToking himself more than he does the store but yeah, think, yeah. we do have a youngin that does the TikTok and he's very good at it but uh, he just doesn't do it enough for the store yet he ends up doing music collaborations or something like that so just promise him a uh, free pizza that's the kid with the long hair if you watch the show yeah I did uh, yeah just say you'll feed him free uh, free pizza free yeah. Pizza. He, he works for action figures too. He does, he does, yeah. You know, so that's there you nice. go. You could barter another action figure if it's like, listen, if you do 10, 10 TikToks a week. Yep. 10 figures. 10 figures. Wow. Might do that. Good idea. Might do that actually. <laughs> welcome, guys. I'm only here for the good ideas, only, <laughs> not for any of the bad ideas. Right. That's right. <laughs> well, guys, this has been lovely to chat with you both. Um, do you always get, do you guys have your own social medias that people should follow you on? Or is it just toys from the past Facebook page? Pretty much toys from the just, past. Yeah, pretty much toys from the past. You can find us there. Our own social medias are probably pretty boring. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. I, I post more fast than I post on my own. I can tell you that. Ah, <laughs> that's so funny. All right. Well, guys, it's been so lovely to talk with you guys. Good luck on the bar. I want pictures Thanks. of that Gotham bar. I'm so excited for that. Definitely. We'll do it. Yep. We'll do it. And guys, I'm Bevan. Thank you so much for watching and listening to a toy store near you, the podcast and not watching because nobody's going to watch this because it's only audio. I've denied everyone that. Ah. <laughs> I look way better on audio. So I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> Take care, guys. Mint on a card and loose, complete prototypes that are really unique. Great Garlu and me go to this and more at a toy store near you. Subscribe to us too. And like and comment. Yeah.